hey, hey, thanks for tuning into another episode of Moments with Ndero, where I hope to encourage you, inspire you, and uplift you. Today's guest is a high energy individual, international speaker, certified marketing and sales coach, author of six books, and TV show host. Welcome onto the show, Tony. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here all the way from Houston, Texas, USA. Fantastic. So before we dive into the word that you chose for today's conversation, what's your earliest childhood memory that comes to mind? You know, I think my earliest memory was one Saturday morning while my mother was sleeping in, I was three years old and I went, thought I could drive. So our, our car was parked in the driveway on an incline and I got into it and yeah, put it in gear and ended up in the middle of the street. <laughs> I think that's one of my earliest memories. And what happened afterwards? Well, you know what happened. <laughs> I, got, I believe I got a, a spanking. Um, and I know, um, you know, my mom and I are really, really close, but I'm sure I scared her to death. Yeah. So right. I think a neighbor went and woke her up and I think I scared her to death. And I think I got a spanking, you know, um, and I don't think I did that again. I tell you, children, I think it's the curiosity to try something new and yes. something that you have to nurture as well as an individual and as you grow so that you're always seeking for new spaces to learn something new or to grow yourself. Yes, absolutely. So what brought you into the space of marketing and sales coaching? Well, I've always loved entrepreneurship. I've been an entrepreneur for 20, well, since I was 24, so over 30 years now. And I know that entrepreneurs struggle with marketing and selling their business and selling themselves. They love what they do. They just don't want to market. And if they don't market and learn, learn how to do it right, they will go out of business. So I'm passionate about helping keeping entrepreneurs in business. Um, and how I got into it is I actually wanted to be a keynote speaker and figured out that that was a very hard way to, to get clients. And I started doing a lot of free speaking in front of entrepreneurs, promoting uh, email marketing. And when I started doing that, they would say, well, can you help me with my marketing? And while I did not want to, you know, do their social media management or, you know, do their marketing for them, I said, you know, I can teach you how to fish. So I coach and teach entrepreneurs how to market themselves. The skills they learn from me will apply no matter what their business is. And a lot of the skills I teach are life skills because in case you haven't figured it out, um, 
marketing is a life thing, right? When we go for a job, we have to market ourselves. When we're dating, we're marketing ourselves. So um, the skills I teach, they can use in their life and business. That is so true that, you know, marketing is a life skill and yet we don't use it often as you've just mentioned. So what's the one thing that hinders people from marketing themselves? Great question. Um, especially when, especially for entrepreneurs, when it is their business and they created it, it's a fear of rejection. It's like they're afraid somebody's going to tell them their baby is ugly. <laughs> and nobody wants to be told their baby is ugly. And so people have this fear of rejection, fear of what if they don't like me? And I think that holds a fear is the word. It holds them back from marketing themselves. Right? Rejection. It's such a key thing, yet you just have to push yourself through it. So how does one face um, the, themselves when they've reached that point where they've been rejected? You know, they, they've been told that your business isn't what they're, you know, that's not going to fit within the market. How do you encourage someone to navigate through re rejection? Yeah. So we all have the fear of rejection and I've been rejected and all of us have. And so you dust yourself off. It's biblical, by the way. Um, Jesus told the disciples, dust yourself off and keep on stepping. And so even though, first of all, a lot of times rejection is not about you or your product or your service. It's usually about where people are in their lives and if they're ready for what you have to offer. Now, having said that, if it is your product or service, you need to get yourself a focus group, get your, get your friends, your close network together and ask them to give you um, feedback, honest feedback, and be prepared to take it so that you can improve. We can't improve unless we get feedback. Um, and all the big companies do it, right? We have Apple, who is on iPhone 12 now, right? Well, what they tell you is every version is wasn't good enough. So um, it's okay. But when you do get rejected, get some help. And that's the key. Uh, I think too many entrepreneurs are in a vacuum. They're doing it by themselves and they don't ask for help, and then they keep repeating the same mistakes. Listeners, I hope you've heard that and taken note. So reading your profile, you are more than a survivor. You are one who has understood that life is about thriving. So how did you decide, or how did you land upon your theme, which is drastic? <laughs> So I worked with a branding coach and he asked me my life lessons and the things I had been through and I told him and he's like, oh my gosh, you've been through a, you've made a lot of drastic changes and the word just stuck. And I went to Google and I asked Google, was anybody else using this word in a way of motivation 
and inspiration and nobody, even to this day, I'm the only one saying you have to get drastic. And so what that means is if you want more, you got to get out of your comfort zone. You got to do something that's uncomfortable. You've got to put yourself in a different position. Nobody is successful inside their comfort zone, period. Nobody. And so when you get out of your comfort zone and get whatever is drastic for you, you'll be able to do more and achieve more. So drastic is my mantra. It's on my license plate, on my car. It's everything that I talk about and teach. And my, it's my purpose to inspire entrepreneurs in particular to stay in the game um, through taking drastic steps. Now, sometimes people say, but Tony, drastic is a negative word, meaning that people don't think about being drastic till they're at the end of their rope. And, and that is true in a lot of cases, but most of us are drastic. We just don't call it that. The fact that we are entrepreneurs is drastic because we could easily go get a job, right? The fact that we are we stay married when, in, when it's difficult, right? The fact that we let our kids grow up and not kill them is, dr <laughs> is drastic because, you know, it's just so, um, it's not meant to be a negative word. It's meant to be a motivational word. It's meant to be action. I have to take drastic steps to get drastic results, whatever that means for you. And sometimes, um, Muthoni, the, the drastic step is the is baby steps, you know? Yeah, baby steps. Because honestly, when someone starts looking ahead and they have to make that leap, they get so scared and they hold themselves back. But when they know that they have to take a baby step, it's encouraging and it can make them move forward, even if, as you've said, it's a baby step. Absolutely. And it may be, it may feel drastic to them. I, I'll give you an example. In my bio, you'll see I've lost over 90 pounds twice. It's a forever journey. Over the last 30 years, I've been on a stupid weight loss journey. Um, but doing things like drinking water i have a huge 32 ounce cup on my desk right drinking water is drastic for me <laughs> you know and keeping it refilled and it's so it can be small but if i don't do it i'm not going to get my goal so sometimes the drastic steps are baby steps but it's the necessary things that have to do to get to your goal well said so what made you decide to start or to do your bachelor's and master's degrees at the age of 43? I know, right? Is she crazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another drastic step. Um, I lost my job. I was working a job at the time and I was, had risen through the corporate ranks and was a, a sales trainer. And I was making $100,000 um, with no degree. And that was a huge accomplishment. But when I lost the job, I found myself looking for the same type of job with no degree and that just didn't work. And so um, 
I decided it was time for me to, I didn't want to ever be discounted or counted out just because I didn't have the piece of paper. And so it, I decided it was time for me to go after that degree. And I did it. And um, it was one of the best things I've ever done for myself. Um, at the time, um, my husband was, my second husband was dying from cancer. And so I was doing this degree while nursing him. And I remember doing my college lessons by my, his bedside. And um, while he was alive, he said, Tony, you need to go ahead and get your master's degree. And I was like, man, I didn't want to get the bachelor's degree. Now you're telling me to go get a master's degree? No way. But he died November 1st. And I thought, you know, what way I can honor him and be distracted from, you know, life's challenges. So I enrolled in the master's program while working full time and, um, and got it done. And so I'm very proud of that. I actually have a uh, video on Facebook. I was the commencement speaker in front of 10,000 people. And I have a video on Facebook that has 5 million views. If you want to, if your listeners want to search for Goalcast, G-O-A-L-C-A-S-T, Tony Harris Taylor, and they can find that video. Amazing. Honestly, listeners, let's Google that and learn some more. But one thing that, stood, that stands out for me, Tony, is that regardless of the hardship that you were going through nursing your, your, your husband at that time, you kept moving forward. And you know, sometimes mm -hmm. life can really throw some hard curveballs our way, and it just makes us give up. So what was the, the key thing that kept you going and what's the one thing that still keeps you going up until now? Well, here's the deal about my brand. People expect me to be drastic. And so the thing that keeps me going now is I have clients that are looking at me. So I can't not do what I preach and so it's, it's kind of, sometimes it backfires on me because people are like, uh, my clients will say, well, you're the queen of drastics. So I know you're going to do that. And so those are the things that keep me going, having people that admire me. Um, but I also have goals. I have real goals that I need to follow through on. And if I don't do it, then how are those things going to happen? And here's the other thing. If I don't do what I am put here to do, then the people who need me will continue to struggle. So when I take it off of me and make it about the people I serve, then that's what keeps me going. Yes. That makes sense? It totally makes sense because we can be seated in our comfort zones and mm -hmm. someone out there is wondering where is this solution where mm -hmm. is this person who can connect me to the next step and mm -hmm. it's all about others and for me i believe we're all here to serve a purpose on this earth and purpose mm -hmm. is never about us it's about those who are out there that we are to lift up 
that we are to encourage, that we are to skill with the right tools so that they can grow their businesses or even take those baby steps? Absolutely. So how do you want to be remembered? That's so interesting you would ask me that. Um, I want to be remembered as someone that encouraged that person to take drastic steps. When I'm gone off this earth, I would like for people to see the word drastic and it thinks they think of me. They know that their life was changed because I came into their life and taught them how to think differently and be different. And, um, and that's in a spiritual way as well. I'm one of Jehovah's Witnesses. I know you have um, that, that, that faith out there in, a, in Africa. And so I teach people from the Bible as well. So, and being a witness and knocking on doors is drastic. So I just think the word drastic, I want that to be probably on my tombstone. <laughs> and that she touched, moved, and inspired as many people as she could to think differently and be drastic. Fantastic. Where do you see yourself in the next five or 10 years? Good question. I, I don't know. I honestly, I, um, I'll still be serving entrepreneurs in some capacity. I'll be ready to I don't think I'll ever retire, but I probably won't be working as hard as I am today. Um, I would like to continue to own my mission, Drastic. And um, I own a networking organization here and that organization, I would love to keep be doing that and stay connected to my clients there as well. So I think I'll just be doing more of the same but probably on a bigger scale. And I wish you all the best with that. You said that, or rather your profile mentions that you're an author of six books. Out of those six books, which is the one or two books that stand out for you? The one that stands out is the first one. Sometimes you have to take a drastic step to turn your life around. And that's, you can find that on Amazon, but um, the book is called Drastic Step, but the book was a drastic step. So let me tell you the story on that. Um, I knew I had my first national speaking gig and I knew I wanted to have a book. And I started talking to a ghostwriter. This was in 2012, in January 2012. I started talking to a ghostwriter and she interviewed me. She got my story. She was going to write a book for me and she was going to get it to me in April of that year to go to this conference in June. Well, around May 1st, I had not heard from her. And to this day, I have not heard from her. What? Now I see her on social media. <laughs> She's still alive. So I see her. But to this day, I don't know why she did not deliver my book. So May 1st, when I can't get in touch with her, I'm determined not to go to this conference without a book. So I contact another ghostwriter and she says, well, Tony, um, she interviewed me. She said, you have a great story, but I don't have time to develop it. 
do you know other people who've taken drastic steps? I said, of course I do. I know a ton of people who've taken drastic steps. She said, great. Can we get them to give the story? We started writing the book May, around May 18th. And by June 18th, the book was done. My event was June 25th. Wow. So in 30 days, the book was drastic. It's called Sometimes You Have to Take a Drastic Step. And the book itself was a drastic step. So that's the one that stands out in my mind the most. Amazing. 30 days, a book, well done. As, of, as you've said, it was a drastic step. So for someone yep. who is wondering, you know, we're in a global pandemic, I don't know when it's going to end, how do you help them to have a different perspective in just shifting the way they look at life and how they can prepare for post-pandemic times? Yeah, you know, this pandemic has thrown everybody for a loop, but for me, it's been the biggest gift. Let me explain. Um, I was already doing my business virtually, but it forced all of us to go virtual. I now get to have an interview in Africa. Are you kidding me? That's the best thing ever. <laughs> and I'm not sure if the pandemic had not happened, you know, if I would have even stopped long enough to do it. So we have to look at every situation and it's drastic to do this. Look at every situation and find the great, find the good in it. So, you know, in America, the government has given financial help and a lot of people who um, would not have had help otherwise got help. Um, you know, people, it forced people to be drastic. So they're looking at different ways that they can pivot their life and their business. And I just think that it's gotten people out of their comfort zone and um, forced them to do things they normally would not have done. So I appreciate the pandemic. Um, it's been great for my spiritual life. I've been able to conduct Bible studies in other states without having to leave my chair. Um, and so it's expanded my reach exponentially. So I would tell anybody, don't look at the negative, find the positive, take a drastic step and capitalize on it. Cause here's the deal. This ain't the last thing that's gonna happen. So this is one of many that's on its way. And if you don't learn how to pivot, you are always gonna be, you're gonna be behind the eight ball. So that's my message to everyone. Be aware, be prepared, and just pivot and get drastic. I like that. Pivot and be drastic. So in closing, is there anything else that you'd like to tell the listener that's still in your heart? Yeah, I just want to encourage everybody to always um, feel the fear, move forward anyway, think drastically, do something different, always keep growing, and you'll be shocked how it'll change your life. I would love to give them my website so they can get connected to me, if you don't mind. Please do. My website is drasticresults.com. Drastic, 
www.thepowerofresults.com. There you can sign up for my, um, my free gift. It'll pop up on the website as well as um, you can connect with me. I also have a TV show. It's called, it's on YouTube. So please go to YouTube and subscribe. You can just uh, search for drastic results with Tony Harris Taylor or just my name and you should find my channel. And please subscribe, please share it. And I would love to get an interview from Africa as well because um, it's a combination of in-person or virtual. So it's, it's, I'm excited about what the future is bringing and would love for your audience to connect with me. Um, and I'm open to connecting with people. I had a call uh, two days ago in Nigeria. So there you go. Fantastic. So dear listeners, do subscribe to her YouTube channel, visit her website, and enjoy her free gift. And also just remember that you can pivot and you can always make that drastic step and you'll be amazed at what your life will look like maybe five years down the line because you took the bold step to step outside your comfort zone. So until next time, take care guys and stay safe. Mm -hmm.